Climate change deniers are increasingly angry and hostile. Cognitive dissonance at being forced off of position after position is leading to anger. Welcome to The Future is Electric, a techno-optimistic podcast associated with the medium publication of the same name. We explore the future with a recurring focus on climate change, technologies which are transforming our world, and a side helping of politics and culture. I'm your host, Michael Bernard, Chief Strategist of TFIE. Climate change deniers are getting angrier and angrier because there is less and less ground that they can even moderately stand on. They're being forced off of multiple positions, and the world is ignoring their positions en masse. People used to be able to believe that warming wasn't occurring without much cognitive dissonance. What's that? In psychology, cognitive dissonance is the mental stress or discomfort experienced by an individual who holds two or more contradictory beliefs, ideas, or values at the same time, performs an action that is contradictory to one or more beliefs, ideas, or values, or is confronted by new information that conflicts with existing beliefs, ideas, or values. More and more, denier's position is being challenged in multiple ways, and they're being forced to greater and greater mental leaps in order to hold on to their position. But even when they move, it's stressful and embarrassing, leading to more anger. I created a continuum of positions on climate change a while ago. It ranges from the extreme of not believing that any warming is occurring at all on the far left of the chart, to believing in impacts above the range of IPC scenarios on the far right. Some people, in the face of overwhelming evidence, continue to hold to the position that warming isn't occurring at all. Most who held that position have been forced off of it. They've been forced to change by the sheer weight of evidence which says that they are wrong. But usually they just move slightly to the right on the continuum. A lot of people who firmly held the belief that CO2 emissions from humans were insignificant have been forced off of that position too and every position to the left of the IPCC scenarios. Basically, the leftmost positions are intellectually and empirically untenable, so anyone with a fragment of intellectual self-respects who holds them is confronted daily with evidence that gives them cognitive dissonance. And if they move to a slightly more moderate position for relief, it doesn't help much. What evidence of that shift to the right exists. Well, an Australian organization has surveyed people about their position since 2010 and finds regular movement towards acceptance of climate change and even an acceleration in that. In the United States, despite recent events, climate change is shaping up to be an election-changing, game-changing election issue, with denialists increasingly unable to get elected and once again with recent rapid strides. A new survey found that a growing number of registered voters understand global warming is happening. Three in four, 73%, up seven points since spring 2014, now think it is happening. Large majorities of Democrats, liberal 95%, and moderate-slash-conservative Democrats, 80%, think that it's happening, as do three in four independents, 74%, up 15 points since spring 2014. And the majority of liberal and moderate Republicans also accept climate change, 71%, up 10 points. A counterexample of someone who has made lemonade out of the lemons they keep being handed is Bjorn Lomborg. 
he has made a good fiscal career out of asserting a succession of positions on climate change from the denialist side of the graph up to his current position, stating that we should be doing geoengineering and continuing to burn fossil fuels. The beginning of 1998, he claimed the greenhouse effect is extremely doubtful. Later that year, after much intellectual abuse, he admitted CO2 was causing some tiny rise, rises in temperature. In 2001, he slipped to some warming, but no, some warming, but no need to do anything about it. Uh, by 2010, he'd shifted to continued use of continued use of fossil fuels and geoengineering, with maybe some token efforts to reduce carbon emissions. Well, why do I say he's made lemonade? Well, Lomborg's Copenhagen Consensus Center although long associated with his native Denmark, is actually registered as a U.S.-based non-profit organization back in 2008. That's how we know Lomborg, Lomborg worked away, walked away with a cool 775000 in pay from the Copenhagen consensus in 2012. As a note, he hasn't made academic lemonade out of this. He's actually backslid academically from an associate pre- professor on tenure track to an adjunct professor off the track, and a couple of years ago, a four million Australian dollar governmental grant was refused by every university in Australia if it involved Lomborg setting up a research facility among academics with actual intellectual integrity. But most people aren't as effective at happily getting their palms greased while being forced off of one intellectual position after another by cold hard facts. Patrick Moore is a fairly sad example of that. At one point, he was president of Greenpeace Canada, although not a founder, as he continues to insist. He shifted to a potentially reasonable path of forming a consultancy to work with forestry industry firms to find more sustainable means of harvesting trees. However, over time, he's been fully co-opted by fairly egregious concerns and has been outright denying climate change exists since at least 2006. His words, there is no scientific proof of causation between human induced increase in atmospheric CO2, and the recent global warming trend, a trend that has been evident for about 500 years, long before the human-induced increase in CO2 is evidence. More recently, his tone is getting angrier. There will be a whole generation of people who are just blindly following this climate hysteria and angrier, angrier. What's particularly absurd about this leftist conspiracy is that it is currently doing the exact opposite thing of the things left-wing people profess to care about. It is enriching crony capitalist fat cats at the expense of the world's poor. The rest of the world, outside of the United States, is strongly centered on the right side of the graph within the IPCC range of scenarios. So much so that 195 countries agreed in Paris in December of 2015 to hold warmings to 2 degrees above pre-industrial levels with an aspirational target of 1.5 degrees. But there are still more deniers. Mark Morano is another one. He's a strident climate change denialist. It's hard to say if his nastiness is actually increasing, though, as he was an early adopter of the vicious swift boat allegations against John Kerry. Like Moore, he showed up at the poorly attended Denialist Counter-Conference in Paris in 2015, mostly to pretend that his faux documentary was premiering to capacity crowds. Certainly, his publishing of the, the addresses of climate change scientists on his site is a very hostile action, with no discernible redeeming qualities. 
and definitely the actions of an increasingly isolated and embittered person. Almost every country in the world has signed the COP21 Paris Accord, showing in the starkest terms that they fundamentally disagree with people holding positions on the denialist side of the chart. That exacerbates the cognitive dissonance, of course, because in general, most people think that leaders of countries are often respectable and well-advised people, so their opinions likely hold weight. But it also makes deniers mad because they see an overwhelming majority of the world doing something they think is unnecessary because of their unempirical position. They're being forced into an ugly corner, and they are painting themselves into it daily and weekly and monthly, and it's painful, so they lash out. A very similar dynamic is playing out with anti-wind energy advocates. The position they hold on issues like impacts on human health, livestock, real estate values, and the like are just not supported by any facts and study after study proves they're wrong, so they get increasingly angry and bitter and hostile. And they are smaller in numbers as the sensible ones migrate to healthier mental positions. Basically, the farther to the denialist side of the chart are, the more likely you are to be bitter and angry. But anyone to the left of the low-end IPCC projections is likely to be annoyed and dismayed and lash out occasionally. As to why they are so common, that's simple. A group of self-interested companies and individuals set out on a course of creating uncertainty about climate change far beyond any that actually existed a couple of decades ago. It worked, sadly. You have been listening to The Future is Electric, a techno-optimistic view of climate change, transformative technologies, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Michael Bernard, Chief Strategist of TFIE. These podcasts are available from the medium publication of the same name, Anchor FM, and other podcast sites. Let us know that you are enjoying us via claps and medium, and tell us what you'd like us to cover next. 